Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast. Today we're talking about Chapter 19, The Computer Walks Among Us. So, I am joined with Mariah today. Hello! Hopefully you can hear me. Yeah, we're doing our first, I don't even know what to call it, virtual podcast? I mean, the whole yeah. thing's virtual, but... <laughs> yeah, we're doing it over the phone. Very, um... What's the word? Innovative, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, long story short, uh, the original recording of this episode decided it didn't want to be heard, and so um, my mother could not help me redo it because we're on a time restraint. I'm doing this the day before you guys are going to hear it, so. (laughs) So I was like, Mariah, let's try video calling. We'll see how this goes. So, here we are. (laughs) Here we are. We don't stop for nothing. No, we are not going to stop. We have been on a roll this whole time. We are not going to miss a week. I refuse. (laughs) Yeah. I don't blame you. So, this is Season 2, Episode 6 of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. What did you think of this episode? Mini-review. Mini-review. Um, I like this one. I obviously haven't seen the past few because, you know, I haven't been able to do the podcast. But I thought this was a good one to, like, jump back into it, I guess. Yeah. It was a fun story. And there's um, a lot of details I picked up on. So I'm kind of excited to talk about them. Had a lot of little little details in it. (laughs) So I don't know if you've been listening to the other episodes, but, like, lately they've been having tons of, uh, like, side characters in these episodes. Oh, yeah, I have listened to the, I'm pretty sure I'm up to date, but I might, I might have missed one or two, but I've been listening to the ones with you and your mom. So, uh, I guess, I guess we'll jump into this episode, just get right into it. Alright. So we have our dear Fred boy. Um, Fred! Okay, I'm going to admit, I didn't rewatch the episode before recording, so I'm just going off my notes. Uh, <laughs> so i got to read my notes and see what they mean. <laughs> yes, Fred is, he's still his classic conspiracy theorist self in this one, for sure. And did you know his uncle bought the National Exaggerator? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Okay, so I don't remember what episode that was. I don't know if that was one or two episodes back. But, uh, so his uncle owns the National Exaggerator. And uh, at the beginning of this episode, when Velma is presenting on stage, uh, he, well, so Velma's presenting a invention. It's like this... I don't even know what to call it. Like a science fair, but like over the top. Because they're like on stage presenting it. You're not just walking by, you know, looking at what they've done. But she made this invention and Fred thinks uh, that her invention looks like the Metal Man from the National Exaggerator. Yeah, and I think he was reading it in the 
in the audience <laughs> during the show. Yeah, yeah, he had it with him. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, he, he can't leave anywhere without it because he doesn't have the mystery machine yet. He's got to have something. Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Uh, which we also learn that he has just like a stash of National Exaggerator magazines, books, whatever, in his locker at school. <laughs> Yeah, he has the alphabetized first edition. Yes. He's a collector of them, which we are not surprised, considering <laughs> how often he goes to them for advice. Yeah, really. Uh, which, okay, uh, I sh guess I should have noted, but they are actually in school for most of this episode. Uh, beginning the episode, it starts at night, again, at this science fairy type thingy. But, uh, we learn that they're in junior high because they are at the Coolsville Junior High. Yeah, we got, that was the first, I mean, that's the first thing that shows is the junior high sign. But I was like, oh, like, we get an actual age range for yeah, them. Yeah, <laughs> finally. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay, so again, Shaggy's the oldest. Fred and Daphne are the same age. They're, uh, like, between Shaggy and Velma, and then Velma's the youngest. So, I'm like, how old would Shaggy be? Because he, again, is the oldest, so... Maybe Well, 14? I mean, if our S... 13? Yeah, probably. So, anyway, yeah, we finally got some sort of... Uh, age range. Yes. Okay, so... Uh, my other notes with Fred, like... Zooms past... <laughs> the plot, it's just like... Uh, so... Velma has been suspected... Of a crime... Of a school crime, not necessarily like a... Criminal crime. And... Uh, Fred suspects that uh, Velma is stealing his stuff because when he goes to his locker to his national exaggerators, they aren't there. But then they find him, uh, they find them at uh, Velma's locker. Well, they don't find him. Her invention finds him, but. Yeah, um, yeah, so basically they all have missing stuff from their lockers, and then when Velma's like, oh, I know how to solve this. We'll ask the machine. Because it's, it's a, a very fancy robot, I guess. Like, yeah. it pretty much does whatever she tells it to do. It can cook, it can clean, it can mop, whatever. And then it tells her to look in her locker. And when she does, all the, st like, all the stuff that's missing is in her locker. And Fred is very quick to accuse her and be like, oh, it was you. You took our stuff. And she's like, no, I didn't. And, of course, Daphne and Shaggy and Scooby are kind of like, I don't think she would do it, and they're kind of more on her side, but Fred's just like, it was you. Yeah. Proof is in the pudding, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Poor Velma. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Well, but then, eventually, he's all, like... Uh, so, okay. So, what's happened is... Uh, within this pile that is in Velma's 
uh, locker is like the answer sheet to a test or something and the teacher a teacher like you know is walking by and sees and or overhears or whatever and anyway so she like gets taken to the principal's office blah 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 but like <laughs> right after Fred's like accusing her he's starts to try to defend her and is like Velma would never cheat still maybe but never cheat <laughs> Yeah, so he's kind of like, he obviously still is her friend, just, he's just trying to figure out the mystery, really. <laughs> Poor Fred, he's just, you know, <laughs> they're like, at that age, you know, they just have so many, emo so many emotions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, That's all I really had for Fred. So I, I had three more things for him. Oh, um, okay. wow. Uh, I okay. At, at one point, Daphne says that Velma is her cousin because they've dressed her up to get her back into the school after she's been accused of cheating and blah blah blah. Anyway, yes. yeah, she got suspended. Yes, and so they sneak back at night. And yeah, Daphne says tells like the janitor uh, that Velma's her cousin, whatever, and Fred is just like, what? Daphne has a cousin? I'm like... <laughs> yeah. He's, like, so surprised. Like, everyone doesn't have cousins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, does Daphne's parents not have siblings or something? Or maybe <laughs> they've just never met? I mean, yeah, maybe. It's just funny. And then the whole time that... <laughs> They're in the the whole time yeah. Velma is disguised. He's like, he will, yeah. He's just does not believe it's Velma. Basically. New girl, wow, new girl. You say, Jinky is just like Velma. Like, yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, distraction. Oh, please. Okay. Uh. Oh, well, that was my next note for him, is that, yeah, uh, he doesn't know that Velma's disguised the whole time. Like, poor Fred. And then eventually, well, because Daphne tries to tell him at first, oh, it's Velma, but after a while, whenever Shaggy tries to tell Fred, Daphne's just like, yeah, it's my cousin. Okay, cool. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> She's, like, sick of explaining it to Fred. And then when Velma is out of disguise, he's like, hey, where'd New Girl go? And she's like, she had to leave. This is Velma now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, okay, <laughs> like, growing up, I, and watching this series, I never loved Daphne in this series. And, you know, I, maybe it was just my age or whatever, but, like, re-watching it now, I'm like... <laughs> I love Fred and Daphne's dynamic in this series. <laughs> yeah, she's just, like, so sick of explaining things to him. She's just like, okay, whatever, we'll just go with it at this point. And, okay, this is, like, totally off rails, but um, as of recording this, we are four days away from Scoob, the new movie, and uh, new clips are being released 
every day now, but, uh, one was released, and, like, <laughs> uh, well, okay, I guess there's two things in this, but one, uh, we see in this clip for Scoob, Daphne is still, like, ew, like, gross, you know, like, disgusted by stuff, but, uh, there's a little hair stuck on something, and she's like, is that a hair? And, you know, it's grossed out by it, but then, uh, you know, like, Velma is the brave one and just picks it up and is like, I'll examine it and whatever, and anyway, Fred's all like, <laughs> yeah. ew, gross, the hair, you're touching it with your bare hands and whatever, and, uh, anyway, then, uh, Velma's kind of, at that point, like, I've had it with you, Fred, grow up, Fred, she says. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm just, it just made me think of that, I was like, hmm, eventually Velma's gonna get to that point, too. <laughs> Yeah, that's a f that's funny because yeah, in this episode, Daph I mean, at one point Daphne uses her finger to wipe up some dust, and she's like, "Ew, dust." Yeah. So. so she's still obviously like, I mean, to be fair, most people will probably have that reaction. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> okay, my last note for Fred. Uh, oh, so okay, my last note. Again, sorry, I didn't rewatch this episode, so I'm reading my notes as if I never wrote them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, at the end of the episode, after we've caught the monster, we've revealed who was behind it and whatever, Fred's like, let's split up, gang, and Daphne's like, it's over, we're done, you're late, like, keep up. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, we've already caught the monster, Fred. We don't need to split up. <laughs> so, anyway, I just... That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. It was just... Because <laughs> he, like, has to make sure he says his lines, and uh, it's just funny that he, at the end he's all, let's split up. And they're like, um, you're a little off cue there, buddy, but... <laughs> yeah, he has to feel important, I think, yes, a little bit. <laughs> definitely. Which, I mean, you know, it's... It's all good. He's trying. So, Daphne, um, so for her thing that's gone missing is her purple notebook that goes with her outfit. Yeah, it's her only notebook that matches her dress that she's wearing. Yeah, it's the only dress that we've ever seen her in so far. <laughs> Well, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, we've seen her in a princess outfit during Halloween, but it was the same color. And she can't, you know, not match to her notebook, so that was pretty yeah. devastating. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Uh, we see red herring in this episode quite a bit, actually, but... Uh, okay, I just... Daphne, I feel like, has had it since Shaggy went in his, like, concussion, I'm, uh, Commander Cool episode, but <laughs> in this episode, she just was not having Red. She just tells Red to get lost. Oh, you got to see Jenkins for the first time. You hadn't seen him yet. Yeah, she, she called Jenkins to get rid of him, because he was, he was accusing Velma of stealing his stuff, because his something was in the locker pile of missing items. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's... Anyway, he, uh, she called Jenkins and was like, get rid of him. I don't, I don't have time for this. 
yeah, that was funny. And then, like we mentioned before, she, uh, Daphne dresses up Velma to, you know, like, be in disguise and, uh, go back into the school in the evening time and whatever, and, uh, <laughs> you didn't watch this episode, I did it with my mom, but, uh, the, uh, what was it? I can't think of the episode title. Give me two seconds. Okay, it was four episodes back, The Spirit of Rock and Roll. Um, in that episode, the whole gang dressed up to, like, trick the ghost in that episode, and uh, they all dressed up as, like, fangirls and whatever. And anyway, uh, what Daphne dresses Velma up as in this episode, like, reminded me of those outfits. She, like, had the pigtail and I think had shades and whatever, and... <laughs> Oh, so it was similar to the one in that episode? Yeah, and so I was like, oh, it, it's almost like, you know, she just threw back on that outfit. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Maybe she recycled some of the same same items and said, it worked that one time, let's try it again. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, though. And then... Um, oh, well, you've already brought this up, but yeah, that, like... <laughs> Uh, Daphne just gets over Fred's whole, who are you? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she just goes with it. She's like, we're just gonna not <laughs> argue with this. Yeah. <laughs> Daphne still has the Scooby snacks, which I'm only bringing up Scoob because it's Scoob release week when this episode goes up, but we saw also in a promo that in Scoob, Daphne still has the Scooby snacks. So she's still the primary holder, as far as we can tell. <laughs> I mean, at least right now, she, like, carries a box. And Scoob, she, like, pulled one out of her boot. I'm like, how long have you been sweating on that thing? <laughs> Maybe she has a little box in... No, I don't know. <laughs> she probably... I mean, she probably has, like, socks or something on, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes it ten times better. <laughs> That makes it okay. If she has socks on, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, Scooby ate it. We saw it, so, like, he didn't care. As long as she's giving it to Scoob and not Shaggy, because that would be kind of gross if Shaggy <laughs> ate that. <laughs> but, you know. Okay, and then my last note with Daphne. Uh, so, at one point, this monster, it's this, like, computer monster, obviously, from the title. But it, like, picks up Fred and Daphne and Shaggy, I believe it was, and, uh, is basically eats them, throws them in his mouth and eats them. But, like, right before, Daphne is like, ew, his mouth's probably full of slime and dust. Yeah, she is not having it with any sort of dust or grossness. <laughs> yeah, she's poor girl. Just went mouth first. Yeah, basically a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, really. But that's all I have for Daphne for this episode. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have. I have another note, but I think I'll bring it up with Scooby because I think it'll make more sense. <laughs> okay. 
So, this episode revolved around Velma quite a bit. Uh, yes, which I loved. I loved having it kind of be her, the main character in this one. Yes, we. I mean, we like finally got to learn some more things about her. We got to meet some more of her family, which we'll get into in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I know. I'm right now loving these like uh, character-specific episodes right now. Because it's like a good thing to do right now while we're still at the beginning of our timeline because it's helping really introduce each of these characters before we jump into more of their, I guess, quote-unquote, dangerous adventures and whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It helps you kind of get a bit more insight on their personalities. And like, you know, once you, again, once we get into more of these serious situations, it helps you kind of feel for these characters more or less you know like feel worried for him feel scared or sad or whatever yeah so, but yeah so Velma uh again I don't know what this uh, event was it just remind me of a grand science fair but uh they're presenting these inventions on stage at the school at night and uh, Velma creates an invention called the Dinkley 2000, and it's more or less this giant computer. Okay, it wasn't giant at the time. At the time that this episode aired, it was a normal size computer. <laughs> but uh, it's this old style computer, I guess we'll say, but that can do anything you ask it, more or less. Yeah, you just, she inputs the commands, and it'll, you know, start doing it, and it can talk, which is kind of cool. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Uh, she wins first prize for the third year in a row, and it makes me wonder, just out of pure curiosity, but, like, uh, did she only win for the first time three years ago, or... Has she only been doing it for three years? I don't know. That's just uh, my question that has no relevance to anything. I mean, if they're in junior high, it probably... Well, maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, well, we said this earlier, but didn't really go all into it, but... Uh, her computer is what they is what she calls to help find the gang's items and then uh, finds the items in her locker and again that's when everyone's like oh Velma stole our items how dare she uh, yeah she kind of gets put under the bus a little bit with that <laughs> I know the stinking computer <laughs> <laughs> let's see Oh, so, like you brought up, uh, she gets suspended from school, and she thinks it's the worst thing that could ever happen and doesn't know how to explain it to her parents. Yeah, and I, I thought that was kind of cute that, like, she said what she was more worried about was what her parents would think. I was like, oh, she really, you can tell she really just does good in school and stuff because she wants to make her parents proud. Yes, yes. And, and oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just 
basically summing up my thought that <laughs> that's I don't know yeah. MC, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I was just gonna say, um, it's really interesting to see. Right now, like she seems to have a good relationship with her parents. You know, obviously, like wanting them to be impressed and making sure she keeps up her grades so they aren't disappointed and whatever. But then, like, we see in Mr. Incorporated, at least, once she's a teenager, I mean, of I think every person goes through at least some sort of stage of, like, uh, I don't, you know, <laughs> my friends are cooler than my parents, I don't want to tell my parents stuff, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you know, eventually yeah, Mr. Incorporated, sure. <laughs> she has these moments of, like, oh my gosh, my parents are so weird, I don't want to talk to them, tell them this stuff, and she hides stuff from them. Hides a freaking mermaid from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, again to that in a few years. But <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I just think it's interesting seeing the different dynamic right now with her age, you know, how she's still more comfortable, I guess you could say, with her parents. Before she goes into her awkward parent stage or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, the teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like them. <laughs> uh, okay, something I thought was just kind of interesting that I noted is at one point, uh, once like they've been on this mystery for a bit, uh, so the monster in this episode, again, is a computer, but it is the Dinkley 2000 basically goes haywire and wants to destroy everything more or less. Uh, but Velma admits at one point that she's created a monster. I just thought that was interesting. She's like, I, I made this monster. Like, crap. Yeah, like, even though she obviously knows she's not the one making it go after people, she feels responsible. Yeah. She's like, I did this. I don't know what to do. <laughs> And anyway, yeah, I just, I thought that was interesting that she's like, I made a monster, <laughs> so. She takes responsibility for her creation, but of course, it's not her actions that are causing it to go haywire, yeah. so. Gotta figure that one out. <laughs> that Velma asks Scooby if he'd go into the, like, janitor's room, janitor closet, whatever, for her instead of a Scooby snack, and because I believe it was Daphne asked, you know, would you go in for a Scooby snack? And I don't believe he ever took a Scooby snack. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up with Scooby, was that Daphne bribes him with a Scooby snack. And he's, of course, like, I don't know. And then Velma's like, would you do it for me, Scooby? And then she, like, I think gives him a kiss on the cheek or something, and he's yeah. like... I'll do it for you, Velma. And then he goes in. So, anyway, yeah. Sorry I brought that up early for you. <laughs> no, that's okay. It was a big moment. I was like, wow, yeah. Scooby has a soft spot for Velma. <laughs> she, she, he, he does. Um, I'll bring up another thing later on. But, um, yes, if I can, I can say confidently that if Shaggy died or whatever, he would totally go to Velma next. 
Yeah, I think we see that especially in this episode. I noticed other things too with Scooby that mm-hmm. I was like, he really likes Velma. That's just so cute. <laughs> I mean, they, they have their little bantering moment in Mr. Incorporated, but they do make up. <laughs> Yeah, but to be fair, there was some other issues in Mr. Incorporated with that, so... Yeah, a lot of issues there. <laughs> some drama. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I just have two more things for Velma. Uh, one is that she... Uh, Velma, like, of course, is the one that figures out how to stop her machine, but uh, she figured out to overload basically ask it to do a bunch of tasks until it just couldn't compute anymore and uh scooby actually joined in on this too was like oh will you actually get me scooby snacks and will you do this and yeah yeah he helps her out with that and he's he's also the one that told her won't it do anything you say and she's like oh Mm. yeah and then she's you know starts going crazy he's like do this do this do that Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, my last note for her is that, in the end, she gives the robot to the janitor. Oh, yeah, yeah. He like, cause he says he likes to tinker when they go into his office and accuse (laughs) him of why is all this stuff in here, and so I guess she thought he could make better use of it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Which, he uses it as a mopping canoe oh i did not catch that yeah it's his or or maybe it's in his mopping canoe i don't know i just remember seeing it with the his invention the mopping canoe and i thought it was funny i was like (laughs) i guess that's a good use for it sure (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh, that's all I have for Velma. Did you have anything else? No, that was pretty much it. Okay. So, uh, I have barely anything for Shaggy and Scooby. I have that Shaggy introduces the episode, which I was a little disappointed by because it was more of a Velma-centric episode, and the last, like, Daphne... Well, Daphne and Fred-centric episodes we've had uh, just a few episodes back. Uh, well, yeah, both of them um, like narrated, introduced their episodes. And so I was like, why is Velma not getting to introduce her episode? Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder why they had Shaggy. Maybe it's because he was, in this episode, in the beginning, he was in the audience waiting for her to come on, and she was kind of like, getting things ready to show her True. science projects. That makes Maybe sense. that could be a reason why. Uh, oh, my only other note for Shaggy, which is pretty obvious at this point, but that is his and Scooby's locker has been cleaned out, um, which I guess another note you could put with this is that um, Scooby has a locker? <laughs> They share a locker? Yeah, they Yeah, they share a locker and when you watched it, when they when he opens his locker, it's actually it's a fridge on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> so they and of course what 
they had a ton of food missing. So when they open Velma's locker and all the missing stuff falls out of it, a majority of it is the food that they had in their locker. <laughs> I want that locker. I know. I want it, like, in my room. Yeah. It looks like a locker. You open it. It's a fridge. <laughs> I... I so badly, like, want a fridge and, like, a mini fridge and a mini microwave in my room because I'm always, like, I always get in bed and I'm like, oh, I'm snacking now, but, like, I'm always, like, I don't want to go make stuff because my parents are sleeping and I want to be, can't think of the word, can, can, quiet? No. Conservative? Not conservative. Anyway. Considerate? Considerate! There we go. Wow. <laughs> Goodness, where am I? Uh, anyway, yeah, and so I'm like, if I at least had a micro microwave and a uh, mini fridge, I could just do it all in my room. Yeah, like, even, I keep seeing, like, videos of people having mini fridges and they make them, like like cuter ones <laughs> like more yeah. stylish ones now for your room which is kind of funny i anyways <laughs> my only problem is this is so off guys welcome to my life uh <laughs> my <laughs> only problem is i don't have well okay i don't have anywhere in my room to put it necessarily especially now because i have a pile of scoob merch that i gotta do something with too but um i, I don't have anywhere in my room to really put it unless i got rid of something but I just have gotten to the point where I've gotten rid of enough that if I got rid of anything else then stuff will be on the floor but uh I I mean I necessarily have the second story of the house to myself it is like my apartment up here because all my siblings are moved out it is I have been the only child home for like I don't even know eight seven years now probably maybe not quite but oh yeah that and is a long time <laughs> so i'm like well i know it's like i f feel like an only child honestly because i'm like uh you know have just lived so long just with my parents and whatever but but yeah so like the upstairs has kind of become mine so to speak and so i'm like i could just put the fridge and microwave in a different room up here i could make a kitchen up here <laughs> a second kitchen adds some value to the home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're getting cement put on the side of our house right now. Like, as we're recording this, I can hear the truck and tractors doing it right now. Like, let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was off topic again. Welcome to my personal life, everyone. <laughs> the life of Ashton Hardy in depth. <laughs> yes, yeah, so in depth. <laughs> Uh, did you have anything else for Shaggy? Because, again, I didn't have anything for him. No, not really. Okay, poor Shaggy. <laughs> uh, Scooby, I rarely had anything to, but... Uh, I noted that he, he goes to school with the gang. Like, he's partaking in the lesson. I mean, now, granted, him and Shaggy are playing a game on the chalkboard, but... <laughs> Yeah. They were trying to answer the question, and then it turned into a tic-tac-toe game. 
think I was looking at my notes at that part because I remember them all writing on the chalkboard, but I wasn't watching what they were writing, no. so that's my bad. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. I, so <laughs> I, I'm thinking they were in math class then, um, but like it, so, some sort of question of like, what does X something something, anyway, yeah. Again, I'm thinking it was a math equation and with X and so like Shaggy writes X on the chalkboard. He's like, okay, you know, I'm going to try to figure this out. And then Scooby's just like, oh, okay, cool. And like draws a tic-tac-toe, you know, board thing. And is like, here's my O. And then Shaggy's just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is fun. And anyway, yeah, they have a whole game of tic-tac-toe in like five seconds. <laughs> so Scooby's a good companion, but maybe just not like getting the right answer. More <laughs> more so for having fun yeah. with it <laughs> in class. Well, and we learn, uh, eventually in Mr. Incorporated, like, uh, he, he'll have his own desk, and the teacher will, you know, actually, like, say Scooby as if he's a student, like. <laughs> he, at least he gets the respect he deserves at some point. Yes, true. he's not always treated as an equal. Some people say, no dogs allowed or no pets, and he's like, I'm not a pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're my human. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Scooby kind of gets over Red Herring in this episode, too. He just shuts Red Herring in a locker, just like, and I'm done with you. Bye. Yeah, that happens a lot to Red in this episode. Whenever he, <laughs> whenever they're in the hallways investigating, he'll pop out of the locker and say, like, ah, I knew you'd come back and try to steal more of my stuff or whatever, and then... You know, Scooby slams the locker on him, and so does Daphne. Poor Ren. I, yeah, he just he just keeps getting shut up because they're like, we don't want to deal with you right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then my last note for Scooby, which has nothing to do with anything. I don't know why I put it down. He tickles the monster. I don't know why we needed to know that, but he does. Oh, yeah. Um, was that at the end, or was that before the romp? I don't remember. Again, I didn't rewatch the episode, and I watched it two weeks ago. Shoot. Oh, okay. Let me just think for a minute about when that was. I mean, I could hurry and pull it up. <clears throat> Let me just see. If I can figure Yeah, because I remember... I remember him doing that. And, well, because I remember right before the, I, I, well, I don't know if it was right before the romp, but uh, at least some sometime-ish near the romp, um, like, they trick the computer into, like, having a shower. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was kind of funny. I, I was like, is that going to make it malfunction? Yeah. <laughs> But apparently not. I think it was before the romp or during the romp with the feather. Because I remember they were changing outfits or something. And they took him with the feather. And then they run away. So he wasn't destroyed yet. Or tamed yet, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do a quick run through of the episode. See if I can see. Um... 
also with Scooby in this episode, he really was like on Velma's side and defending her and kind of like had a special like don't touch, don't mess with Velma because in the beginning, well, after she gets first place, there's um another kid, Bruce is his name, and he got second place in the in the science fair. But yeah. he was nice about it. He was like, "Congratulations, Velma! That's great. You won first place." And he was like, "You know, I'm I'm kind of one of your biggest fans." And then he's kind of blushing, but Scooby comes over and says, "No, I'm her number one fan." Yes. <laughs> and he was like, "Okay, fine. I guess I'll be your number two fan." And which is kind of funny because I guess Scooby was like, "No, I'm her number one fan, no matter who you are." <laughs> yeah, I yeah I remember that. Mm-hmm. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, Scooby tickles the computer monster uh, a little bit after they re-enter the school at night. And Velma's dressed up uh, because the computer actually just, like, grabs Velma. It's just, like, doesn't hesitate. And so, uh, Scooby, quick thinking, uh, tickles the computer so that it'll drop Velma and they can run for it. Oh, that's right. So he kind of saves her that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's all I have for Scooby. Um, well, so he does the feather thing. I also put that he's the one who, when they go back in the school, he finds the tire tracks from, from the, the machine computer he's using his super sniffer oh it's right here in my notes he tries to box the robot when it when it gets velma and then tickles it wow i should have just read my notes and we would have known this (laughs) (laughs) it's all good it made me go look at the episode a little bit for a minute (laughs) i wrote it kind of crooked so i guess (laughs) my notes i need to work better on my penmanship but anyways (laughs) Yeah, that's all I had for Scooby. Okay, now we got some of our side characters for this episode. I mean, I don't know if you consider Red Herring a side character at the moment, but uh, he he's not our main five. But yeah, <laughs> uh, he Red Herring doesn't think Velma's invention is cool, and like while she is presenting it, he like goes up in front of the audience not on stage but just up front and you know is basically you know says your invention's not cool blah 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 and whatever and the invention like the computer dinkley 2000 just soaks him in water is just like shut up yeah and she warns him she said it's kind of sensitive don't say that to him <laughs> yeah. he didn't care of course <laughs> Uh, but then, once Velma's accused of, you know, stealing and whatever, uh, he admits that he likes Velma as a crook. Red does? Yeah, he's, he's like, what? Like, Velma is stealing stuff, like, way to go, Velma, you know, like, good job, you're going with the big dogs now. (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe he said that at the same time, because when... 
when they all found the stuff in her locker and they were like and fred was kind of like i can't believe this red said something like i'll still be your friend or something even if you steal like yeah i don't know it's kind of weird i was like oh okay apparently everyone just has a soft spot for velma (laughs) right it's because she's so cute and shy right now i know she is she is And then my last note for Red, which, I mean, we've kind of talked about already, but uh, he, like, sits and follows them all night at the school. Yeah, like, I guess he had nothing better to do. He was like, yeah. they're gonna... Maybe he was worried they'd steal more from him, because at one point he was like, he set up a trap, and when they found it, he was like, I knew you'd come back to steal more <laughs> of my stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, okay, is that all you had for Red? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, I keep putting Jenkins as his own section, even though it's, like, really associated with Daphne. We already said what I had for him, but that, yeah, he, like, comes to get rid of Red Herring. And that was his role for the episode. Yep, he... He basically is like, don't worry, I'll, I'll ex- escort him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we finally meet Velma's parents in this episode. Yeah, like Mr. and Mrs. Dinkley. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't think we got a first name for either of them, just Mr. and Mrs. Dinkley. Yeah, that's all I caught. Um. Let me pull this up. Give me two seconds. Uh, We will eventually learn. We haven't yet, but her mom is Angie Dinkley. It's spelled A-N-G-I-E. And then her dad is Dale Dinkley. Oh, Dale and Angie. (laughs) Dale and Angie Dinkley. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun to say. <laughs> uh, her mom in this episode tells Velma that they would always understand. You know, at, this was at the end of the episode after everything got resolved and she basically admitted like, yeah, I was going to be suspended and blah, blah, blah. And Yeah, she has supportive parents. <laughs> You'll, yeah, they're letting them just go back to the school at night. Like, I know. Maybe they Do said they were doing not a question what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Uh, that's all I had for her mom. They only showed up at the beginning and end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, and then for her dad, at the beginning of the episode... Um, once Velma wins and whatever, he treats the gang to ice cream. Yes, so they, you know, typical supportive, like, oh, good job, let's get some ice cream, let's bring your friends. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, he tells her that he's very proud of Velma, so. Go, go them, supporting their daughter. <laughs> But that's all I had for them. 
I was happy we at least finally got introduced to him. Um, now, I mean, we already knew, but now, for the timeline's sake, we know she has a mom and a dad. Yes. So. Okay, another character we're introduced to is Mrs. Stickler, who is one of the teachers of the, of the gang. Again, I... Yes, and I thought... <laughs> oh, what? I'm sorry, I was just saying, I thought her name was funny, Mrs. Oh. Stickler. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking she's their math teacher? Yes, she was the math teacher. Okay. Uh, that's all I got for her. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, Velma gets... She gets 100% on her math test, and then, like, later on, she catches in the pile of missing items the answers for tomorrow's math test. And so she's like, oh, no, are you cheating, Velma? And then they go to the principal, Mr. Morton, I believe. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's when she gets suspended. So we, we meet Mr. Morton after. Well, then, for... So... She says, uh, Mrs. Stickler says, you know, come with me. We're going to go see Mr. Morton. Uh, but then we actually don't see him until the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we just, we just heard of him for a bit. And then once, like, the criminal was caught and whatever. And, you know, obviously Velma was like, I'm here to clear my name so I can come back to school. You know, that's, he shows up obviously so yeah that's right i remember now don't see him till the end uh you already brought up this character bruce worm wormsley uh you already oh yeah Worms. said what he does but he's velma's second biggest fan after scooby yeah and he got a second place red ribbon in the competition oh Look at him go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, that's all I had for him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. See, I again, I'm like, we're in this time where we have so many side characters introduced, and I'm trying to keep up with the main five, but then, like, <laughs> hurry and give something for these side characters. It's just, like, hard right now because... They have to introduce, well, they don't have to, but they are introducing, like, all these side characters in, like, a 20-minute episode, and so they're just like, here's this character, they're this, yeah, bye. <laughs> and so I'm like, wait, what was their point? <laughs> yeah. Um, we saw the news reporter again, and he interrupts the episode to warn us. We're about to hear one of Fred's crazy ideas. Yeah. Fred's goofy ideas, he says, and it was kind of funny, because that's becoming a thing. <laughs> yeah. We've seen the news reporter consistently for the last, like, two or three episodes now, I believe. <clears throat> and that's all my side characters I have, unless I miss someone. 
No, I think that was everyone. Okay, so then the villain of this episode, like we said, is the Dinkley 2000. It's a big computer with an angry face and robotic arms with, like, claws. It has, like, wills for feet. Uh, and it wheels around saying, delete, delete, yeah. delete, trying to delete everyone, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and eventually it's like, uh, it says it wants to de- delete Velma. So. Oh, yeah. Poor Velma. Poor Velma. <laughs> um, this monster, since it's like a computer, actually starts the music for the romp this episode. Oh yeah, because Fred says, can we start the music now? And then it pulls out speakers and then the begins. And you get barking. Every episode. <laughs> Can't go an episode without some sort of noise from them. Okay, you're done. They don't like that I have the doggy door locked and there's someone working in the yard to put the cement. Yeah, I mean, that's just sketchy. Yeah. You never know who it could be, even though you literally know who it is, but they don't, so. (laughs) Well, true, and the last time, uh, they, well, they came over to, like, see over the weekend where, like, we wanted the cement to be and whatever, and, uh, we weren't home, we were in Vegas last, this past weekend, and so, like, they never really, you know like saw some come over and whatever but that's a random side note for life <laughs> <laughs> right uh the villain so he's called a micro monster in the romp maybe like a microchip i don't yeah, know that's, <laughs> what that means yeah that's what i was thinking because it wouldn't be micro as in small because he definitely wasn't small yeah, he's bigger than all of them. I mean, they ate three of them, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, it eventually eats Shaggy, Fred, and Daphne. So, uh, we're, we're, like, slowly getting into these monsters that will just do it. They're just like, I'm done with you. Eat you, or whatever. Yeah. So, that's the villain for this episode. Uh, the criminal behind it. Dun, dun, dun. Can you guys guess? (laughs) (laughs) Probably not, because we didn't have many notes for him. (laughs) (laughs) But. It was none other than. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Wormsley. Yeah, of course it was Bruce. He he plays nice in the beginning, saying, "Wow, Velma, you're you're so smart. You're like my your big my biggest fan, or I'm your <laughs> biggest fan." And and he shows her his red ribbon, which yeah. they later find is a clue. But apparently, he was jealous of Velma and couldn't handle her winning, so he took control of her computer and made it go after everybody and mm-hmm. steal all the stuff and frame her. Yes, he, he was trying to get her out of the way so that he could be number one. Yeah, because he wanted her to stay suspended mm-hmm. or expelled, whatever, whichever one it was. But It was suspended is what 
I remember. Okay, yes. Which, if you think about it, is pretty dirty that he not only got her suspended, but tried turning her friends against her. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, Bruce. You can't be that nasty over a, a science fair. You I mean, you got second place. Yeah, right? <laughs> but you just couldn't handle it, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, with this criminal, this is the first criminal that doesn't go to jail. Oh, yes. I mean, he is underage. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm sure... Well, I mean, maybe he got suspended, but... That's... Yeah, he... Does not go behind bars. This is the first... Villain criminal that just is... I mean, not really, but... Free! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone more in their age range that was... That was the criminal. Mm -hmm. So... He probably just got grounded or something <laughs> yeah right uh i haven't asked you this question in a while but this is such a stupid one to be <laughs> do you think he'll come back for revenge um no i don't think he will i think he'll get over himself and find something else to try to be good at and forget about them. <laughs> yeah, like, the the only way I could really see him coming back for revenge, which, again, he'd have to do nothing with his life but just sit and, like, be mad at Velma the whole time, but, you know, if, like, he eventually, once they're older, saw her success, whatever it may be, and just got mad again or something, like... <laughs> Yeah, it would be a really pathetic comeback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be completely honest, it'd be like, really? What? Haven't you found gotten a wife yet? Yeah, really, though. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think he'll reappear. Uh, so, like we said, they were at the Coolsville Junior High School. We actually saw them in school. But we actually got the return of their treehouse. So they chilled in there for a minute after school. Yes, yes. That's when uh that's when we learned that Velma had been suspended. Yeah. And she was like, What do I tell my parents? All worried. Okay, um that's really all I have. For this episode, my extras, I had extras, but, like, I've already said them, again, that they're in junior high, so, like, getting somewhat of an age range, uh, but then this is also the first time we're actually seeing them in school. We did, uh, see them in class-ish, I don't know how to phrase that, when they went to the museum, they were on a field trip. Uh, but, like, again, they weren't actually, like, in a classroom at school until now. Right. And, yeah, that's all I had for this episode. Um, my timeline connections, uh, this is not gonna be 
the only time we see Daphne dressing up Velma, um, there's going to be, I mean, multiple series, I believe. We're going to see it at least once in the next series that we do, which is what's new Scooby-Doo. Um, a big one that not, not only Scooby fans will remember, because it's a little more uh, widely known, but a big one is in Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, when Daphne gets Velma ready for a date and gets her in a jumpsuit and puts hair extensions in and makes her this girl that she is not and you know that's a whole <laughs> plot of the movie but uh yeah so uh, this is the first time we're seeing Daphne like specifically dress Velma up and uh we won't yeah uh, this won't be the last time that we see this happen and then did you notice when they were like trying to distract the monster and like putting it in a shower and whatever um scooby gave the dinkley 2000 a rubber ducky i did notice that yeah and so i mean you should know this you know what i'm gonna reference here <laughs> uh in the 13 ghosts of scooby doo every episode scooby has some sort of rubber ducky and so this is our first <clears throat> sight of Scooby and his rubber ducky <laughs> yes okay yeah I was I was afraid to say it because I couldn't remember exactly what series that was but yes I remember the the rubber ducky in every episode and yeah that's funny <laughs> yeah that that series like really goes wild with the rubber ducky like the first episode's a a parachute rubber ducky and then like <laughs> the finale the movie is uh like this rubber ducky raft that their van rides on and whatever <laughs> so. i i love it i think that was so funny how they did that <laughs> but it's just funny seeing this is like our first introduction to the rubber ducky Yes. Uh, yes, I, yeah. <laughs> so, like we've been saying quite a bit throughout this episode, Scooby, like, you know, is just very... Uh, I don't know how to say it, but he, he, he'll he do... He'll help Velma very much and is, like, very concerned with her well-being and whatever, is just very apt to helping Velma and... Uh, uh, like I had kind of said, um, we'll see this more throughout. And again, like if Shaggy wasn't there, I think Scooby would definitely go to Velma next. Uh, but there's a movie that we'll actually see before the first timeline shift. Um, but it's Scooby-Doo and Where's My Mummy? And uh, we learn uh, kind of-ish at the beginning of this movie... Uh, but Velma has taken on this project to go help, I don't know, I, I want to say they're like paleontologists, but basically this group that are, um, 
un un oh, shoot what's like the word the they're they found this sphinx basically and they're like digging it up more or less they're like preserving the sphinx digging it up making it like restoring it more or less anyway um yeah <laughs> so uh when we start that movie she's been gone for a month doing this helping out and whatever and so the rest of the gang obviously to start the movie um go to egypt and find velma and whatever and uh you know velma's like what what are you guys doing here like you know i still have this much time or whatever till i'll, I'll be back and whatever and Anyway, so they say, uh, they said that Scooby wouldn't stop howling until we agreed to come visit you. So, uh, he just has a soft oh, spot for wow. Velma. Yeah, wow, even in other things, because mm -hmm. I was going to say, I wonder if that's like just this episode or if it's going to continue on in the future. No, it'll it'll definitely continue. That's That's just a big one that I can think of. Uh, like right off the top of my head I'm sure there's more episodes we'll see it too but yeah there's a whole movie about uh, going to Egypt just because Scooby can bear be without Velma anymore <laughs> oh okay well wow even I'm learning things about Scooby that I didn't know before <laughs> and now again because we're in Scoob week at the moment of this episode I am wondering you know if we're gonna see any of that in Scoob because uh, we know from the trailers that Scooby and Shaggy get taken more or less and so the rest of the gang have to find them so it, it's a little bit like the the tables have turned there like the gang are trying to find Scooby and Shaggy rather than Scooby and Shaggy trying to find them uh, but I just yeah. wonder if we'll have a moment of like maybe when they're reunited or whatever you know scooby will go to velma first be like i missed you or something yeah i'll have to pay attention to that and see see how he interacts with her so my last timeline note um uh, when again when the dinkley 2000 like picked up fred daphne and shaggy and daphne you know was like ew no his mouth is full of slime and dust and whatever um she'll actually i mean we we do see her become more brave and uh you know like face things head on and whatever but um there's one big moment that's sticking out to me um in scooby-doo 2 monsters unleashed like during the the finale the climax of the movie more or less uh, they they have to put this control panel back in this machine to destroy these monsters that have come to life. And, of course, when they get to the monster hive, they call it, all the monsters have basically regrouped there and, you know, are obviously trying to stop them from putting it back and destroying them and whatever. And uh, she has more or less kind of a famous line uh, before they jump into this mess <laughs> but she's like uh we've dealt with these jerks before gang let's do it again and whatever and so <laughs> eventually she's gonna be like 
who cares? We're just gonna do this. And, I mean, after she says that, Fred's like, yeah, you know, and just runs into it. But then, uh, in that movie, the tar monster uh, is there and traps the whole gang. And uh, we see that um, they actually, the tar monster actually suffocates each member of the gang. Uh Fills them, oh no! <laughs> fills their lungs with tar and yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, it's just it's just interesting that right now Daphne's like, you know, no, I'm I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. And but then eventually she'll be like, okay, we can do this. We've we've dealt with worse and whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my notes for the episode. Yeah, that's that was a fun one. I liked this one. <laughs> I know I liked, I I just like learning more of Velma, you know, and her family and her, yeah, just her background a bit more. We we learned too. I I didn't even note this, but this is something I'm thinking about too because we've kind of discussed it in previous episodes. But uh, this basically tells us. But she's an inventor, and so. I'm sure that computer in her suitcase she built, and that's why when it broke, she got a new one. She just rebuilt it. Yeah, I wonder how many parts she has. She probably is just able to find stuff and then find stuff laying around and just kind of make something new out of it. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, We are... Almost done with this season already, and then we only have one more season of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, and we're gonna move on to our first movie and get them to teenagers, so we're we're on the downward slope now of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Wow, yeah, it's, it's going by quick, but also probably not for people listening. But. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> People listening are probably like, oh, we're almost halfway through the year and we're still in a pup named Scooby-Doo, but uh, I, I know for a fact um, we will get out of, we'll get through a pup named Scooby-Doo before the end of the year. I mean, again, we're almost there. Uh, I'm sure just, uh, I don't know an exact number at this moment, but a few more weeks and we're getting into some new things so anyways yeah yay (laughs) thanks for doing this this facetime audio call to do this episode (laughs) again (laughs) yeah of course we we gotta figure out how to make it work right while still being safe (laughs) i know huh yeah as as this episode's being recorded we are still quarantined um so yeah, you know, we're we're making it work. We're making things still work and we're making sure we can get this podcast out because again, you know, lots of people are home at the moment of recording this and so trying to make sure we get these podcasts out so that it's at least some form of entertainment for y'all. So and hopefully it is entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what better than Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> I know, just giving you all the Scooby content right now. Again, <laughs> uh, as of recording this, Scoob releases Friday, May 15th on digital. You can uh, 
buy it for $25 or you can rent it for 20 and that's a 48 hour uh, rental period. This is not sponsored, but I am just promoting Scoob uh, like crazy. So yeah, watch Scoob May 15th. Um, if you're listening to this after the fact, then, you know, maybe it's out on Blu-ray by this point. I don't know, just, it's out, and there, well, it's gonna be out. It's not out yet, but it's out. It's gonna be out real soon. <laughs> yes, and so, you know, you, you need something to do while you're still home, uh, you know, watch Scoob. It's not going to the theaters, uh, anymore, unfortunately, but... Again, we're getting it digitally, we're still able to watch it, and so it's still exciting. And, yeah, I'm I'm so excited for it. I mean, Mariah's probably like, can this movie come out so you can stop talking about it? <laughs> no, of course not. It's It's been a long time waiting, so I totally get the hype. And I'm excited for it, too. I think it looks really cute so far. I know, I'm like, the first uh, 3D animated Scooby, I'm excited to see all this come together the animation looks so so good but anyway yeah i'm just super hyped for it hopefully you all are too (laughs) (laughs) and that's gonna do it for this episode we'll see what happens with the next one if i call you again and say hey watch this episode and talk about it with me or if uh, my mother can do the next one with me or you know maybe we can Get my mother and you. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be interesting. We could all <laughs> do... Well, I guess I'd be on the call. Obviously, <laughs> she'd be there with you, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I know uh, I appreciate all of you guys, like, bearing with all my guest hosts and whatever, and I appreciate all that have come on already to help out and whatever. Um, we were gonna have more new people come on, uh, at the end, after we finished the first season, but again, unfortunately, this whole thing started, so, um, until then, we are making it work, and so once again, I appreciate everyone bearing with our podcast and our crazy scheduling to get these recorded and our ways to get these recorded, so... Y'all that keep listening are the real MVPs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. Okay, I guess we'll sign off this episode. So, thank you all for listening. Goodbye! Bye! <laughs>